The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuive. Good morning, everyone. And as I said last week, uh, we would do the rest of the poems that people submitted. Uh, some And these ones were not necessarily included at all in the competition, but they're so good they deserve to be read. And if you enjoyed them, let us know at riccradio2020 at gmail.com. And if you have a poem of your own, please send it in. We'd be delighted to hear from you. Now, I'll continue with I Remember, uh, which was composed by Carl Pepper and read by Alicia Wonfer. These are mostly about Ringsend or Stella Gardens. I remember living in Stella as if it was a past life. I lived in Stella most of my life. I remember Tom's, where Powers now stands, and Cody's cause. I was sent by my man. Get me a pattern and this wool too. Here's 50p between me and you. I remember the days up the green we played. Football and toys, those were the days. All neighbours were known, all kids played out, home before dark, without a doubt. The area has changed, but community lasts. I still remember my past. Lovely, lovely piece. Now we're going on to Fairy Fairy, which was greatly appreciated by uh, everyone who heard it, composed by Mary Lou Dant and read by Ava Dixon. Fairy Fairy. As I stood on the jetty and stared out to sea, knee deep in water, wished it was me. Good morning, Paddy. Not a bad day. As onto the ferry they made their way. Fifty men on a boat built for ten. Ah, sure, that was back then. We'll have one in O'Connor's first. The sea air gives us quite a thirst. Sandboats, cattle, boats and boats from Japan. Come on, Noli, you're in our gang. Blinded by the soda ash, giant cranes swing to and fro while earning every penny as they lift and load. They'd meet up in the canteen telling tales to beat the band. My uncle was delighted when Jimmy Stewart shook his hand. Waiting for the whistle to blow, along the north wall they would go, with leather patches on coats of wool, all standing watching a lonely gull. They see him in the distance, he's coming to ferry them home. Down the steps go these hard-working men, with caps of grey and hooks in hand, across to Ring's End. Ah, sure, that was back then. Ferry, ferry. Now, a lovely one by uh, Thomas Gregg is uh, Pulbeg Lighthouse. I had the pleasure of reading this myself on Bloomsday. Long walk out cannot truly describe the beautiful scene before your eyes. Seagulls screeching overhead, waves crash against granite walls. In the distance, a vivid red speck, the Pulbeg Lighthouse shimmers in the haze. Hardy half-moon swimmers swim like an attentive guard as weather-worn fishermen stand to attention and then it stands before you. History entwined with unanswered mystery, its vibrant light saw so much pass by. Thick solid wall kept out storm and gale. Yes, so many ships sailed safely past, but others perished, crashed up on the rocks. Then you sit to forget, feel your heart's joyous beat Sea spray soothes as waves collapse. Nothing matters here as life is at ease. The lighthouse watching out still. That's Poolbeg Lighthouse by Thomas Gregg. 
the next poem uh, was composed by Robbie Cronin and read actually by Thomas Craig. And it's, Robbie Cronin was a teacher who started in Marion College in 84 and finished teaching there in 2019. And he said, Ring Zend holds a special place in his heart. 35 happy years full of memories, many of them being Ring Zend and Ray Towners, a place to love and feel the part of it. And the teaching for him was always both a social education as much as a field for academic learning. And many highlights have evolved the social fear that the element where teachers go outside the classroom and engage with their students in other areas. As the old adage, the teachers learn more from their students than the other way around. It's so true for me. I have learned so much from the proud rate owners, their pride of place, their loyalty, their togetherness, and most of all, their sense of fun. Their wit and one-liners had me bursting my sides, laughing so much on many occasions. Now, to gain, gain their trust is not easy, but when they trust you, they're tops. No better bunch of people can be found anywhere else. So that's a, a, a lovely piece. Next one is uh, composed by John McCann, and it's called There Be Monsters. And again, this is the kind of one that we all like to hear. There Be Monsters, read by John McCann. Legends lurk in all maritime environments, in the mouth of the Dodder, at a right angle to the Liffey, just under Ring's End Bridge, lived the Muck Monster. On low tide, the Dodder was an open artery of congested muck banks with a silvery snake of water running down the middle. This wasn't common or garden muck, this was Ring's End muck, thick and gloopy, with the strength to suck anybody and anything to its doom. Stark evidence lay just opposite the Grand Canal docks, where a significant wooden vessel had been gripped, never to be freed again. Its planking and decking long gone, the ribs protruded like pleading fingers from a muck looking for a saviour to pull it out. We were sea scouts. We were the fourth port dodder, dodder sea scouts, based on the riverbank at Derrynan Gardens, just opposite Stella Gardens, and at the back of the famous Shelburne Dog Track Stadium. Fourth port was the best. Sea scouts were brave and always prepared. We were afraid of nothing. We forried up and down our little stretch of river and beyond out into the Liffey, up and down, rowing and paddling, a variety of skiffs, punts, canoes, coracles and rafts. And on the odd occasions, we would follow the trade routes to Dollymount Island, Bridge or Dunleary on very important business. The muck monster was silent and almost invisible. Its best chance of getting us was when we were mudlarking in the river, looking for rollocks or other items that had fallen overboard and had sunken into the mire. Our black wellies would squish onto the muck and an incomprehensible suction would hold us firm and stop us from pulling our legs back out. The muck monster thrived on black welly boots. The other problem with the muck monster was that it could manifest itself into a physical being and slurp its way through the cracks in our bedroom window and turn up at the end of our bed at night after dark if you didn't believe in it. We didn't believe in the muck monster. We were big boys. As we marauded our way up and down the rivers and the sea, sunburnt and savage, we feared nothing and nobody. Stone-splitting sunshine, relentless rain, wailing winds. They were the elements of our boyhood. 
we would face down Blackbeard himself. At the end of an energy-sapping day on the Odyssey home in the dusky evening, the body burned out from labour, the mind would begin to kick in. With salt-stained skin and the stinking of seaweed and seawater, all the day's snapshots and flashbacks of frantic activity would be collated to make sense of it all. And then it would happen. As dusk turns to darkness, we remembered. I do believe in the muck monster. I do believe in the muck monster. I do, I do, I do. Lovely uh, piece of poetry now written and composed by um, Shay Connolly and read by Shay Connolly. And this was not in the competition, but it's nice to hear it. Before and never, you were 20. Who stole your blue and pink baby grow before you grew at all? Who discriminated you from the day you were born? Who dipped your pockets of the money that should have been there as your divvy of the nation's wealth and rang it up in their own greasy till before and never you were 20? Who stole your education, your books and pens and all? Who dried your inkwells? Who made your quill illegible? Who stole your equal opportunity and locked it in their garden sheds? all for themselves, to mow their lawns when their grass was long, before and never you were twenty. Who stole your neighbourhood to build big shiny glass windows that only saw you in a reflection of their own creation of the sun? Who threw scraps of leftover lunches for you to fight over with your best friend? Until you made up again, on a benchmark in Mount Joy, before and never you were twenty. Who looked at you as different because you said Dart instead of dort, inhaled hash instead of cocaine, wore runners instead of hushpussies. Who sneered at you because of your chewing gum, while they chawed your jawbone of its flesh until you could speak no more, before and never you were twenty? And who sliced your birthday cake and put the jam piece in their briefcase and left you with the crumbs? Who stole your cobblestones and paved them like Sunset Boulevard that only they could walk? And shoved you to the side streets before each and every birthday, before and never you were twenty. And who allowed your roof and slates to be picked up by a vulture in one big sweeping swoop and left you naked in the rain? And who stalked your every day until you fell dishevelled and broken, waving your white hanky for them to blow their noses on, before and never you were twenty? And who denied your democracy when you voted for change? when you saw a new candle burning far away from the church gates. Who then labelled you unworthy to dine in their restaurant in case you would pass your saliva onto their finest cutlery before and never you were twenty? And who forced you down a laneway where they deposit all their waste? Who forced you into an abandoned car where you sheltered for the night? Who slowed down your every breath along the path of life until your last breath quenched out the fire? They had hiddenly enraged all your intestines before and never you were twenty. And when you passed, who hid you from the airwaves while they talked and walked with the new Minister for Housing and his promise to end it all? Like the promises of a hundred years before, as he flew like an eagle out of the radio station to meet the vulture and build their nests before and never you were twenty. And Shay um, Connolly uh, wrote this poem in memory of a 19-year-old homeless man who died in uh, Parnell Street in Dublin.
lot to think about there. Um, the next one then is uh, by uh, uh, Shiena Connolly Sheridan, and it's called Christmas. Seems odd in this beautiful day to be talking about Christmas. Nice and short, this little poem. Christmas is more than a day in December. It's a day when we do things we'll always remember. It's drinking back chocolate on the couch and the laughter filling the house. All the families sending out cards, wrapping ourselves in coats and scarves. Watching movies, chilling in bed, putting gloves on our hands and hats on our heads. Christmas is more than a day in December. It's a day when we do things we will always remember. By Sheena Connolly Sheridan. Uh, just a few more then. Um, this is Full Circle and it's composed by uh, Michael Gregg and it was read by Joe Taylor, the actor who was here with us on Bloomsday. Full Circle. From the circular carvings on the herbstones of Bruna Broigne, Newgrange, to the intricate spun stories of life in Dublin, Joyce paints a full circle that life will arrange with little thought for opinions, and who it is he is troubling. To hell with the state and the government and that self-serving church, he stabs deadly pain strokes from his own pulpit's perch. Calling the mucus to focus his aim, he filled his pages, letting all to exclaim, is he f- offensive, he's vulgar? But is he who is guilty who points the finger? His manifest was life, his art, and art is living. That piercing eye of his saw it from the beginning. To fulfil this belief, he knew he must fly, taking Nora away from the home they both adored, never thinking to, and to write about home until he expired. His longing and yearning for the real happiness in life was buried deep in the words he did write. Look deep into your heart and you will find the love that is there. It exists when you were born and will till you expire. As the moon circles us, as the years spin along, the circle of life is our one true song. And as I said, Joe Taylor read that beautifully on Bloomsday up in the um, um, hall. Um, Now, uh, Thomas Craig has one about the Shelley Banks and I'll I'll finish off uh, with that. Shelley Banks by Thomas uh, Gregg. And just to remind you, everybody, uh, Thomas has a short series of uh, poems in his book. And uh, if you would like to contact him, it's a lovely production, a lovely picture of uh, Thomas there with his grandson. And uh, it's the pages are just lovely. It's a short little booklet. But if you contact Thomas in Irishtown, he'll be sure to tell you where to get it. Shelley Banks. Heading down the Pigeon Road on a sunny May day, just me and the grandson, as it's his favourite place to play. The rest will follow, down soon as we have been sent on ahead. Get a good berth, was the last thing Polly said. 21 degrees today in our Costa Rings End. Yes, we are really lucky to have this godsend. Lunch soon afternoon sees one massive spread. Washed down with mugs of tea and we're all well fed. Full tide in around ten past four and the water so warm and clear. 
Strong blowing wind brings high waves and delighted kids and adults cheer. Then back to the beach as the kids dig up the sand. Sand castles built, followed by massive holes dug sure isn't life grand. Dinner time now is the call from the wall. A mad scramble back sees not one of us fall. Chicken and salad, lots of Lars corned beef too. Potato, ham, curried rice and even bowls of stew. Everything's soon eaten, so the shout goes out to put back on the kettle. While we wait for it to boil, it gives the old tummy time to settle. A slice of Madeira, or would you try some lemon cake? There's coffee slices, jam donuts only this morning put in the oven to bake. Nearly six o'clock now, so it's time to put on our walking shoes. Out to the red lighthouse, no better place to choose. Then after eight, it's time to pack up and hit the road, covered in sand which itches the sunburn. No one cares, as we cannot wait to return. Can see the old familiar faces from down through the years. Shelley Banks, goats, laughing, splashing, and the same delightful cheers. Well, there, that's the full uh, selection of poetry now from... Um, Bloomsday uh, last weekend, this week, and I hope you enjoy them because everybody, those who read their own poetry, did it with great pride. And uh, our congratulations again to the winners. And they're all poems that would strike a chord with you with regard to uh, Ring's End and, as they say, Raytown. Thank you very much for listening and talk to you next week. The Poetry Circle with Anya Nikuive. <laughs>